Warning, this episode may include, ah, who are we kidding, will include <laughs> sexual content. <laughs> hey everyone, it's Kay here. And E. Just wanted to give you a little heads up in case you're listening to our episode today around some tiny humans, or maybe you're listening with your parents. Or maybe you're my mom or listening to this yeah, episode. Yeah, you're my mother-in-law, or perhaps you, you're, you're that person that doesn't use a headphone at the gym. We just want to give you a heads up regarding the content of this episode is going to be for mature audiences only. So we're going to continue to bleep out E because she has a filthy mouth. But I can't help myself, especially with this one. Mm -hmm. There will be some strong sexual content discussed in this episode. Hope you enjoy. Welcome back, everybody, to another exciting edition of What Should We Watch with K and E. I'm K. And I'm still E. And today, we're here to talk to you about another cinematic masterpiece. I can't even say that. It doesn't <laughs> even... <laughs> That's a lie. We're here to talk to you about... Well, it's a movie. It is a movie. I can't even say it's a good... It's not a good movie. So this one over here, <laughs> if you all listened last week, this one decided to throw us out of Disney and make a very hard left into... Hard left. A terrible, terrible It was zone. almost like when you see those horrible car accidents. Like, I'll never forget I was driving home when we lived up north, and I looked in my review mirror, and it was snowing, and this car was just going straight but then hit a patch of ice and went, like, it T-boned the guard, like, the cement divider. It just, like, it was, like, making a 180-degree turn and just right into it. I didn't really That's follow what... that at all, which no, makes no, no, sense. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. But it's, like, this idea of, like, when I picked, well, the movie I picked for this week was Fifty Shades of Grey. But when I picked this movie, it was like that car accident. We were cruising along through Disney+, Plus and I was like, guard whale. Guard whale. <laughs> Guard <laughs> rail. But if you're new to the podcast, if you're new to the podcast, we're going to sit down. We're going to invite you to watch the movie with us. I'm really sorry for this one. And we'll discuss it. We'll debate it. We'll quiz about it. We'll cry a little bit inside as our souls die from watching Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, yeah. Just the idea of watching this made my soul shrivel up into the smallest ball. My first note was, oh, boy, here we go. <laughs> Before we hop into it, we want to thank you all for tuning in this week and thank you all for your support with posts on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. We love you all and all your support. So if you enjoyed today's episode, do make sure to share the love and let everyone else know about us as well as head on over to iTunes or Podchaser and leave us a five-star review. It'd be greatly appreciated. Mm -hmm. Like, share, and subscribe. Mm -hmm. and tell people we don't just do horrible movies yeah. <laughs> we're we're not that niche we're not that niche except I don't wanna... we're, we're getting niche today i don't want to be niche anymore i don't like being niche niche hurts All right. which fits with the movie so if well you... before we get into it should we come up with a safe word <laughs> when we need to stop recording for a second <laughs> it's movie <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> Well, we're going to say that a lot. So. I know. Do we have a safe? Well, she didn't. No, their safe words were red and yellow. All right. Let's make ours. Rebel. <laughs> Level. Ruh -ruh. <laughs> let's make it Scooby-Doo versions of that. Red. Rebel. <laughs> it's copyright infringement. Oops. All right. So I actually encourage you not to watch the movie for this one. But if you feel like torturing yourself. After all, it is Valentine's Day. This movie was originally 
released in 2015 for Valentine's Day. All right. All right. Let's get into it. Let's yeah. get this over with. This is like pulling a band-aid. This is the first time we said that for an episode. Let's get this <laughs> over with. Mm. Worst $4 I've spent <laughs> ever. So when we tried to watch even the trailer first, we couldn't even get through the trailer. We're like, we just, again, pull the Band-Aid off and get through it. But we did watch this on Amazon Prime. It's not on any streaming services that we could find as of right now. It might be. Let us know if it is. But we had to go on Amazon Prime and there was the two editions of it. <laughs> and I... I don't care what's in the unrated edition enough <laughs> to spend it can't more make it money. Better. It can't make it better. Well, I remember before the movie came out, or maybe around when the movie came out, the books were this strange phenomenon. And they blew up and it was all over the news and blah. And I remember thinking, like, what the? Like, is this really that good of a book? So when we lived up north, I would go to the library. And I would always walk by the section, like, going up and down the aisles, and I'd always see the Fifty Shades of Grey books, because there's three of these shows. And I all I told myself, like, part of me was just curious. You know? Like, I was curious. So I was like, if the first book... The devil comes in many forms. <laughs> the first book was never there. It was never on the shelves. And I was not about to put that on hold. But I was like, you know what? If the book is ever there, I made a promise to myself to read it. Mm-hmm. So I read it. What'd you think? <sighs> Masterpiece? Let me just say, I'm really glad certain scenes didn't make it into the movie and that someone decided to edit her dialogue because she, this author, her dialogue, there's something about an inner sex goddess doing the hula dance because it's written from Anastasia Steele's perspective in first person. Which, remember how hard I laughed when we were watching it and I found out her name was Anastasia, Anastasia Steele. Steel. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was like, Christian Grey, Anastasia Steele. So I read the book and then I read all three books. So when the movie first came out, true true story, it's not the first time. Well, it's the first time I sat through the whole movie. But when the yeah. movie this first- This is the first time I saw it well, at I, all and I did not read the books. I watched it when it was like on a streaming service. Oh my God, the movie is two mother loving hours too long. Don't remind me. But I watched it and truth be told, I might be perverted. I fast forwarded through most of it. I watched it in 30 minutes. And even the scenes that were, like, supposed to be the sexy, like, woo, I was like, really? But even even those sex scenes, to me, I'm like, it's still not, like... Wait, there's sex scenes in this movie? <laughs> they still talk. <laughs> and it's still... I was there for the dialogue. Horrible. 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 Before we get into actually talking about this movie, I do want to mention that if you are into this culture and everything we don't want to put you down this is nothing against this culture which a bdsm yeah which i know that this movie actually kind of insulted that yeah culture. The, all the hate i have for this movie is in just the movie itself the writing is the, terrible yes and the characters actions from the actual storyline but well, we'll get to that yeah and that's the one thing there's a note where i, I wrote and we'll get to it where i was like i know i don't understand bdsm However, I also think the writer does not know it. I thought you said EDM at first. I don't understand EDM either. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing to understand. Mm, you drop the beat. 
we're stalling. We got to just get this over with. <laughs> I don't want to. All right. Let's start at the beginning. <laughs> Scene one. Studio production. As soon as it showed Universal Studio, my response, I turned to you and said, Universal Studios is dead <laughs> to me. I feel like that's the black spot on there. Well, did you actually know that multiple studios were actually trying to get the rights to this? Trying to yeah, get the They trying, wanted they them? They were pursuing the rights. Oh. Um, and like 20th Century Fox, uh, Disney wasn't in there, just in case you were wondering. <laughs> But Warner Brothers, that Disney all these different studios. Soundtrack. <laughs> Phil Collins Let's couldn't get say down this. to business. <laughs> yeah, there was multiple studios who were snuffed out the opportunity, and Universal Studios got to go. Yeah, suck on that. We got the rights. Oh, oh no! no. <laughs> I know, and it's just even from the beginning, Fifty Shades of Grey. Why do they have to put him in a gray wardrobe? Oh my, that is like rudimentary first semester film school bull. Yeah. Like, oh, it's Fifty Shades of Grey. Get it? His Get name it? is Christian Grey. Also, let's this, put him in all gray. The sky was gray. His car was gray. It was at this point I made a note that said, and done. <laughs> I had enough. Oh my gosh. And then also, I, I don't remember the book because I think my mind's doing like that protective, like selective amnesia thing where it like blocks horrible memories. Mm -hmm. But she's a student? Yeah. She's a stu I totally forgot she's a student. Also, there's no head trauma. <laughs> yeah, <counters. there> was. <laughs> well, we have head trauma because we lost valuable IQ points right, and brain so cells. Run Just that counter. Oh, and our dog too. Our dog got up and walked away. She was smart. But there is the classic trope counter. Number one, Anastasia puts her hair in a ponytail. Classic girl so much sexier and more attractive than she realizes but doesn't realize a trope counter, which is a mouthful, but you'll make it work. I'll make a really long right? audio cue. And that. the first trope we hit, ponytail. Because apparently you can't be sexy in a ponytail and that's a sign of Golly gee, I didn't know I was pretty. And God damn it, Anastasia, stop biting your lip. It's not like, I'm not like Christian who's like, oh, you don't know what that does to me. I don't, stop it. I can't resist my primal crotch urges when you bite my lip. No, it's get annoying. Stop biting your lip. You're going to have chat lips. You're going to have... I think you're being in college and looking over to that girl who's constantly daydreaming, biting her lip, just like, she's making me feel very uncomfortable. She made everybody feel uncomfortable. Also, she's kind of a... So... Kind of? I forgot she was a student, and she's covering for her friend who's sick. So in an alternate reality is there like her friend becomes lovers with christian gray or no christian doesn't want a girl that's a, a secure in her sensuality and sexuality so he wouldn't pick her predator mm -hmm. but anastasia is covering for her and listen you're an english lit major your friend is a journalist major there are different skills and training for every every profession out there so when the journalist friend kate is trying to explain to anastasia like this is what you need to do when she's running through a list. Did you catch her response? Hmm. I have a 4.0 GPA. I think I can read questions off of a paper. See, I don't remember that. At this point, I blacked out, and you probably looked over and saw me with a bloody nose like two minutes into the movie. 
I hate this movie. Well, when she shows up to the place, she does another trope and she does the, oh, I'm so clumsy. And she like trips and falls and drops all her stuff. Well, first of all, you open the door and it's like fembot fatale walking in. Like that should have been your first warning, boo-boo. Like Mm -hmm. all he has working for him is women? No. Yes, Mr. Gray. Warning sign. So this movie was, or actually the book, isn't it based off of a fan fiction of Twilight? Is that it? Yeah, because horny women out there felt the need to take a young adult novel and make it a porno. And this woman just saw a business deal. Well, good for the author. I mean, yeah. Because, I mean, how often does fan fiction get put into film is my question. I think this is a really good indicator of how often it shouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) Truth. Also, girl doesn't know she's attractive trope of... She just completely trips and wipes out. And it's like, oh, she's endearing because she tripped and she's clumsy. Mm. Also, miss, I have a 4.0 and you can't manage to bring a pencil. Which leads me. How many of you English majors out there have a pencil on your person right now? There's so many of them right now that are like pulling them out from behind their ears. Like, uh, right? That's an English major with like 20 pencils like scattered throughout. They're all like they have chew marks on them. Also, also. Did you notice how Christian Grey's pencils all say gray on them, but they're all laid out just on the table, like not in a cup holder. Mm-hmm. They're just laid out on the table with the name gray on them. Yeah, Who serial, does that? Serial killers. Psychopaths. Mm-hmm. Psychopaths. And they made a joke about that too in the movie. One of the lines was, what are you, a serial killer? I was like, honey, yes. You you got it on your first try. Now go. <laughs> right. Nailed it on the head. But the dialogue, like in that scene, I don't even remember what they said, but I just wrote down this dialogue is a steaming dumpster fire. It got nominated for an Oscar. No, it didn't. The dialogue. Oh, God. (laughs) It was horrible. Also, one of her questions was, are you gay? Oh, and then she like, she didn't read the questions beforehand. So myth, I'm an English major. I have a 4.0. I don't need to be told what to do. You don't think you would have read through the questions first? Also, her journalist friend should probably fail the class. But here's my thing. I want to know. So Christian and Anastasia are having this really awkward meeting, but something somehow within this, like Christian's attracted to her and sits down and was like, well, I want to know more about you. Tell me more about you. I'm interested in you. Has that actual exchange of dialogue between two strangers ever happened? Or am I too cynical? Because I feel like that's a pickup line. Yeah. Like if a guy were to come up to me and be like, you know what? I want to learn more about you. Especially when you were there on somewhat of a professional capacity to give an interview. I'd have been like, listen, creep. That was the pickup lines I used. I'd be like, girl... Do you take pathophys because I want to learn your anatomy badly? Oh, and then of course, get the trope counter ready. We have the other trope of she doesn't know she's pretty because he says something and she's like, no, I'm not. Oh my gosh. Did you notice that she was leaving the office when he like reached over and took something from her? This was the first of many times Christian Grey was going to be taking something from Anastasia there. Anastasia? <laughs> What's her name? Anastasia. What was that line? Oh, that was from Titanic. Another movie. <laughs> like that Russian girl, Anastasia. But that is the first of many thievery moments. 
I know. He's taking stuff left and right. And I don't understand, like, she walks out of the building and does, like, the whole, like, oh, my God. <sighs> like, that, that, the breathing, like, I'm sorry, was that supposed My life to... has just begun kind of thing. Yeah, I was like that. Like, look at this guy. Like, oh, my God. And my whole thought was, wait, was that interview supposed to be tense? Was it supposed to be sexually charged? Because all I got out of it was bad dialogue and psychopath warnings. In addition to Christian stealing something, as soon as she goes home, she makes that sandwich and her friend just walks up and starts eating her sandwich. I know. Why do people like, keep stealing stuff from her. I almost feel like this movie should be rewritten to show like Anastasia being like, I'm taking control over my life, but you know. Although Anastasia does make a douchey comment when they're having the conversation and she goes, I'm terminating this conversation. Who says that? Oh my God, that girl is so obnoxious. That sounds like somebody wrote that in a book. That was definitely the author who's the author i don't even know and i don't even care e.l james so it's very obvious the dialogue like in the actual book what they cut out they did the best they they it was like when you burn dinner and you try to like scrape the burnt parts off and then you realize we should just order a pizza instead but Mm -hmm. it's too late so you serve like a fourth of what you were supposed to eat and you're like oh it's okay just put some ketchup on it that was the screenwriter. Like, that was the Well, did you know the, the screenplay for this movie was actually written by Kelly Marshall and E.L. James? They, they said, basically, been... they made a screenplay and she hated it. She Who? Wanted... E.L. James? Yeah, she wanted it to be more like her book, but they were like, this, this will not, this will be garbage. Like, this will not translate. And when they say lines like that, it's evident that that was directly from the Oh, book. it had to have been. As a book you can get away with more things i feel like Mm -hmm. because it's in your head and you can like skim over stuff but i think she just got kind of too big for her britches like i don't know why this book blew up but it did so now she's like no i'm a i'm a serious author no this is i mean this is like a romance novel that has been kind of mainstreamed yes so it's like i definitely get why the book did well there's a lot of Especially women out there. I'm sure there's some men who read this book and find Mm -hmm. it tantalizing too. But it's got to be mostly women. I understand why they would get that. This movie though, you can tell they attempted to make it something where the average viewer might enjoy this. But because they took a lot of her romance novel bookisms and put it into this movie, it completely ruined it. I mean, I think they advertised it for like the sex yeah. But in reality, if you would have taken the sex out, it would have made a really good Hallmark movie. <laughs> Which the sex wasn't even that good. No, we're not there yet. Yeah, we're not, we're there, not there, yet. there yet. Let's talk about how, like, what director reads a script and says, Anastasia puts a pencil with the word gray on it up to her mouth and it's sexual in nature. How do you tackle that scene? <laughs> I think she like, did a great she's job. Like, she's, like, slowly pressing it into her mouth, and then she opens her mouth a little bit. I didn't get if that was supposed to be a metaphor for something or not. Really? How the f*** does she still have a flip phone? <laughs> Sorry. Good question. Also, can we both agree that her mom's Mm-hmm. Her husband broke his foot, and she won't come to her daughter's graduation? Yeah. He broke his foot! <laughs> like, can you not get in a car with a broken foot? Can't you leave a grown 
man at home with a broken foot. That too. It would have been like he broke his back. He broke his pelvis. He broke every bone in his body except for his orbital. Like, okay, fine. Stay home, mom. But you broke your foot? Yep. Nope. Yeah. She's she's just yet another person in Anesthesia's life that just walks all over her. I think, though, if you change the background music and the framing of this, Mm -hmm. it could be a horror movie because when Christian shows up at the hardware store where she's working, that was terrifying. Yeah. Just standing there. There's You can look up on YouTube. They have it where they reshoot even just the trailer. They just put horror music over it. (laughs) And it does. It totally changes the tone. He's a stalker. It's in my area of business. Is it? That's where she straight up says something about him being a serial killer. And when she does, he kind of laughs about it. And I'm just like, girl, no, run. I don't know if she's, it was just poor acting or poor writing, but it's almost like she gets turned on by the idea of him being a serial killer. What? (laughs) (laughs) Yikes. What? She definitely seems to be turned on by his sense of jealousy because they start that off really early in the movie where- (gasps) There's the guy at her job and then in the next scene when they're out with friends and the one dude was kind of hitting on her and not really even just hitting on her. He was like saying, hey, I kind of like you. Well, he was like, we could have hashtagged me too, Jose, where he's like, just give me one kiss. Oh, yeah. We got to back up. We got to back up. We got to back up and set that scene up a little bit better Okay. because it's just I don't even remember how we got there. So let's just set that scene up. She's at a bar and she's drunk because she like girl trope number like 498. I don't hold my liquor very well. (laughs) And she did the classic drunk call and she's just like, listen, I'm going to tell you how it is. I'm going to show how strong and independent woman I am. And immediately after she calls him, she's like, oops, I should probably like have him forgive me like well i know and it's like she's drunk she's drunk really fast and he starts yelling at her like he's her father and he's like where are you coming to get you yeah no that's not sexy that's creepy Mm -hmm. you just met the guy you just met the guy and an awkward interview and a stalker moment at a hardware store and you're gonna be okay with him coming to get you also hashtag friends for letting your drunk friend go with a stranger mm-hmm. like duh <laughs> well go with that that was when you when they go back into the bar and christian shows up there to stop that dude from hashtag me to her by hashtag me tooing anastasia himself it's at that point where i was like he like any guy that goes near her he gets all like defensive and mad but when you go back into the bar you find out he had his brother hang out with Anastasia's friend, which is so weird where it's like, oh no, I came here with a friend and he's just like, oh no, she's good. She's with my brother. Like they're really hitting it off. (gasps) He planned that. Yeah. Gross. Also, girl doesn't know she's hot trope number 493.5. When they were getting ready to go out that night, I don't wear makeup. Oh man. God, she makes me want to vomit. She makes me want to vom. Well, she does vomit. (laughs) I can't like, listen, ladies, if you're out at a bar and some random guy's like, I'm going to take your friend. No. Also, can we just back up for a second when they like go out and have coffee before they go out to the bar? Like they end up having coffee. Mm -hmm. And it was like, 
Christian just like turns on a dime on her and is like talking to her. He peels her muffin wrapper for her, puts it down in front of her and says, eat. What? He is talking to her like between the muffin and then that the part at the bar and it only gets worse. He's treating her like a child. I'm sorry. No, he's treating her like a child. He owns. Yeah. Eat. Yeah. No. And then he's like, steer clear of me. You shouldn't. And it's like that, oh, he told me to stay away from him, but that makes my vagina just long more for him. Uh-huh. And they have that quick other trope where she's going to step out into the street and he's like, no, be careful, and pulls her back and a motorcycle goes by. I don't know if they just didn't shoot that scene correctly, but I don't think her life was really in danger. It didn't... No, he probably pushed yeah. her. <laughs> It's, that's what it seriously looked like because that they didn't they could have probably taken that out and they just put it in for like a couple seconds and because it seemed so rushed it didn't even look like she was like stepping out into the street it looked like she was just walking forward on the sidewalk and he like pulls her back thank god for christian well and it's like she almost orgasmed with him holding her there it's like are you serious <laughs> but then okay talk about mixed message christian steer clear of me and he sends her first edition books how disgusting of him well it's like steer clear of me and i'm gonna send you this overpriced president's debt people talk about women being like too wishy-washy or we can't make up our mind uh exhibit a christian douchebag gray Okay, so you make a really good point. He brings his brother and shoves him off on her friend, which is also a little weird. But how did he find out what bar she was at? Because she didn't tell him what bar. So I really think at one point during their like exchange, either at the interview or at the coffee shop, he bugged her. And he bugged her when he pushed her in front of the motorcycle and pulled her back. He bugged he, her bum. He, <laughs> She didn't know what a butt plug is, so why would she know what a tracking device is? She he totally bugged her because he found her instantly. Like, really? She has a flip phone. It's not like you can find her on Find My Friends. Well, serial killers have, they've been known to have innate senses of smell. So he probably got her scent first time he met her and was able to find her just by his sense of smell. <laughs> there she is. Oh, gross. And can we just talk about the other creepy controlling moment of eat me, drink me signs? Yeah. Oh, it's like take me, eat me, because we can't tarnish Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. But what? Like she wakes and up. And then she just goes for it, too, which really, she's an English major, so she should get that reference. But right? then she should stop herself and be like, hmm, there's just these Random pills, not a pill bottle to indicate even what they no, are. No, there was a pill bottle. Oh, but was? still. Oh, okay. But still. I didn't see that. But still, you can change pills. <laughs> but it's also like you wake up in a strange hotel room and you just take and ingest something sitting out on the table. What? When Christian comes back in, he yet again steals something from her when he. Very sexually leans over and takes a bite out of her toast. I was oh, like, no, no, no. That's her first, toast. first, she asked him if you undressed me. And he's like, I had no choice. You were covered in puke. No, no, no. The first rule of you got too drunk and I had to drag your drunk home is you throw them in the bathtub covered in their puke and punish them. Like, <laughs> no, no. And he could, like, did you have See, to? That's romantic. That's romantic. <laughs> that's the real world. Like, ew, you're nasty. There you go. And then he gets up, takes his shirt off. 
Why does he take his shirt off? Then he crawls on the bed and bites her toast out of her hand. Oh, he's so hot. Run. But he's so hot. The actor who played him, Jamie Doran, he was a model before this, mostly. I think he worked in underwear and so doing a lot of sexy model poses. He actually somewhat struggled to get like ripped and beefy for this movie and he's he's somewhat lean but that is a story all of its own is how many people auditioned and how many people they reached out for to play christian gray and they ended up with him which it's like yeah he had that sexy look and the sexy stare but with him and his acting i definitely got more serial killer from him. a hundred percent i don't know if it's because he has like the hooded eyes yeah but it was like he to me he gave her 4,000 red flags, and we weren't even, like, 40 minutes into the movie. Right. It was oh. horrible. But there were certain guys, like, originally it was actually supposed to be Jax from Sons of Anarchy. What's his name? Charlie Hunnam? Is that his name? Yes. He he was supposed to play him, and he was actually set up to, but he was finishing up Sons of Anarchy, mm-hmm. and the next day he would have had to fly out, and this is when they were filming Canada for Fifty Shades of Grey. And he kind of didn't really have a nervous breakdown, it sounds, but he just had a moment of clarity of like, I can't do this. I can't switch from Jack's finishing Teller. this yeah. character that I've built for all these years. That, that is went so... on a huge moral and emotional arc. To playing this character, who's supposed to be like this big, mysterious character and he was very humble about it. He was just like, I don't think I'll do it justice. So I'm gonna step Thank away. Thank God, Charlie. Thank God. Yeah. Because I remember when he was announced for the movie, a lot of people are like, oh, I think it would have just been him digging a grave. Yeah. We might have a giant poster of him in our basement when I go down there. And for the longest time when we had this poster, because I don't know how we originally got it, Mm -hmm. when we kept it in our previous apartment, where was it at? It was over my dresser in the closet. <laughs> That's right. So every time I would change He's myself gorgeous. in front of the dresser and get naked, I would get naked for Jax Teller. Okay, back to the horrible movie that we watched. It just, I don't understand why she's okay. He immediately starts controlling her. He has somebody buy her clothes. He tells her, he doesn't ask her what she's well he says what are you doing tonight or tomorrow night or something and she's like i'm at work okay i'll have taylor his driver pick her up he didn't ask if she wanted to go he told her mm-hmm. but then he's talking about this paperwork and this like consent and then oh my god the talk of the contract we'll get to the contract but they talk about like he's not going to touch her until the paperwork rolls in. Sounds and like then, he has previous experience and with And then that. the f***ing elevator scene. the contract. And jacks her up against the wall to kiss her. What? Hot. This is the first moment in which that contract was redundant. Was that when he said the line, I wrote down the line, incapable of leaving you alone? Yeah, that had to have been a bad dialogue moment. Yeah. And then the Yet whole- another moment of me yelling, run, girl! Not to mention- The whole stop biting your lip, Anastasia. You know what that does to me. You know what that does is that promotes the rape culture because you can't control yourself around a woman for doing something. Bull. Hashtag me too your ass into an early grave, Christian. Mm -hmm. Like that's bull. That is exactly what that, that whole 
Oh, I, I didn't look that deep into it. I instead just said, hey, he bit her lip. Christian, that's her lip to bite. Stop stealing things from her. <laughs> but no, really, if you break it down, stop biting your lip. You know I can't control myself. No, no, you are a grown man. You're 27 and a successful billionaire. Nobody knows how or why because that's the mystery tale. So control, mysterious. stop thinking with your little gray. Okay, we saw your pencil, sir. We saw your pencil. His mysterious little pencil. So then when we go on to the next scene, he takes her on that magic carpet ride in the helicopter. And then the music started playing. I went, oh, this freaking song. I totally forgot. Before the let it go phenomena, it was this freaking song that was on the radio every two minutes. It's the Beyonce song? No. (laughs) Which one was it? Ella Golding's song. Love me like you. Also, he buckles her into the helicopter. Yeah. She can't even do that. And their first date, he takes her to his house. Red flag. Red flag. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Never get in a helicopter with a guy you just met, is my thing, because he could take you anywhere and murder you. He could murder you in the sky if he wanted to. Why does she giggle? Why does she giggle when he says Seattle? She's like, <laughs> Seattle, sex no. capital of the world. <laughs> well, it is raining all the time. What else are you going to yeah, do Yeah, you know what that rain is? Lubrication falling from the sky on the giant phallic penis that's in the middle of the city. <laughs> wow. Really? Never thought about that. capital huh? of the world. Yeah. I'm like, their first date is to his house. And of course, of course he plays the piano well before he plays that piano (laughs) he said to her let's let's point this out he said to her there's no escaping now so (laughs) (laughs) so many red flags anastasia i wrote down he warned you (laughs) (laughs) this was the moment actually no i i never felt bad for her i was gonna say this is the moment i started not feeling bad for her anymore all right, before we continue talking about this riveting film about a serial killer... I don't want to. ...trying to find love in all the wrong places, let's hear a quick word from one of our friends over at Pod Nation. Hey guys, my name is Tara. And my name is Jessica, and together we co-host the podcast Three Spooked Girls. If you love the paranormal... Or murder. Join us every Monday as we tell our listeners about a new spooky tale or true crime case. We'll have a special drink recipe each episode picked out by me for you to enjoy while we scare the hell out of you. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever the hell else you listen to podcasts. Come hang out with us and get your spooky on. So yeah, that was our friends, Three Spook Girls over at Pod Nation. You should go check them out wherever you get your podcasts. They have new episodes coming out every Monday and Thursday. They're a true crime and ghost story podcast. Ooh, spooky. Spooky. They're fantastic. So check them out today. The whole dialogue exchange where she's like, are you going to make love to me now? Mm-hmm. And then he goes, I don't make love. I f- really hard. What? <laughs> I would look at him and be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who like says that? Who's okay with that being said? I can't even picture myself saying that seriously. (laughs) (laughs) 
knowing who I am and you all don't know what I look like, but just picture um, a stick figure saying that line. Yes. hysterical right also the whole line about my playroom is that where you have your xbox and stuff that was in the book i'm sure it that was, was in the book because and also who carries around a single key without a ring or a keychain on it serial killer <laughs> stop asking me questions you know the answer i when he just pulled that single key out, i was like who does that who just has one key around psychotic nutballs that's who so i wrote down the note sex they have it and then they do the piano playing oh no 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 we, we're missing things we're we gotta back this train up no please let's no, just no, no, <laughs> no 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 because we have to talk about the whole setup first of all his sex room is really organized and clean like that's a tlc show wait he doesn't show it to her then yeah they he? go in they're they go in the first day. He shows her the room. Oh. And that's why he says he's not going to do anything. And then we get to one of the biggest girl doesn't know she's attractive tropes. That's where we found out that Anastasia is a virgin. <gasps> Which then, then, what the f***, Christian? <laughs> His next line is, he kisses her and he's like, I have to rectify the situation. What? <laughs> Butt plug. <laughs> Why is her virginity a situation you need to rectify? <laughs> oh my god! I was like, you got to be kidding. You know, he should be he should be given uh, an application for sainthood because if somebody had to do it, I'm glad he was there to help her out to rectify that situation. He was even upset with her for being a virgin. Like, he got mad at her for being a virgin. Oh, he would have gotten mad at her for not being a virgin, Oh, you're, too. you slept with other men, you slut. You looked at another man. How could you? Also, did she consent? I think so. I don't know. Well, didn't she say, are we going to make love? Isn't that consent? That's a question. Actually, no, that was a question. Oh, gosh. Maybe she said that in terror. Are we going <laughs> to make love? And then, like, they go and have sex, and she's spazzing out from just the kissing. Girl, no one's first time is like that. Mm-hmm. Also, speaking of That's what f- I was like the first time. Oh, yeah, you're touching me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being touched. <laughs> that was the also- first time another person touched me. I was like, eh! <laughs> I also- was just shaking your hand. <laughs> it's her first time. And at no point does he check in with her. Like, oh. she's never had sex before, and he doesn't check in with her once. Where do you get in this movie that he's actually concerned about her sexual pleasure? He is, it's just all about what he wants. That's totally his character, and there's no, there's no denying that. I, I, I don't know what happens in the other movies. I don't want to know what happens <laughs> in the other movies. I can't but know. you can't deny that. He he doesn't give a crap about. No, she's there for his her. sexual right. pleasure. Oh, and then so he keeps talking about this contract, and he keeps talking about he doesn't sleep in bed with anybody. He sleeps with her in bed that first night, and the second night, and they and the had sex. Night. And it's not without the last having time. a contract signed. Yeah. So what's the point of the contract? Like Christian Gray, you are worthless. Your he's, word means nothing. He's in denial. Ah. <sighs> Because he's so broken. Also, why does he keep sneaking up on her? He's like a 
cat. What's the answer to that question, E? Because he's a psychopath. <gasps> and then, so she, of course, is like the sexy trope girl of, I'm going to make breakfast in the morning and be a funny dancer. And I said, like, this soundtrack is all over the place because I was playing Beast of Burden, which I think that's supposed to be uh, funny because they are like doing it. Not even the soundtrack saved this movie for me. No. Well, and then, like, she makes breakfast for him. He takes... This is where I'm like, I'm done. He takes her coffee cup out of her hands and says, let's get you cleaned up. Number one... I knew you, that was going to be the, the line in the sand for you. <laughs> if you ever take my coffee cup out of my hands, the last thing you will see is the pure evil and rage in my eyes as I go for your throat. Second of all, let's get you cleaned up. He's talking to her like she's a toddler. Can I just ask, when you said go for her throat, did you say go for your throat? Like I would throat. go for your, if you took the oh, coffee. I thought you were like saying go for your throat. Like you would act like a gopher on my throat and be like, <laughs> I don't know. I just think that would be like one of those moments where the police officers interview me and be like, honestly, I just don't remember what happened. I gophered him. <laughs> Like he, um, he took the, all I remember is him taking the coffee cup out of my hand and then waking up and, and then there's blood. <laughs> Let's get you cleaned up. He's talking to her like a child. I'm sorry. I am a grown woman. I do not want to be spoken to like I'm five years old. Speaking of parent-children relationships, that's when his mom just comes into his place. <laughs> get it? Because they were having sex. But his well, mom, ew. yeah, they were. They again were gonna have sex <laughs> mm -hmm. without a contract. So what's the point of your contract, in Christian? In the bed, right? Room. Yeah, where he doesn't <laughs> sleep, and he's like, "Say yes to be mine." What? And then mommy comes over, <laughs> his mommy, <sighs> and she's just like, "Oh, look at this little girl you're having sex with." Obviously, because she's wearing your clothes and running in here half dressed. Is there more behind the mother character? Because I feel like they threw a lot in with his family in this movie. They bring it up more in the other books, but it's not good. Oh, okay. It's not I was good. about to say, I, I didn't understand why it's like they had to have anything to do with the family. And they were talking about, oh, my sister. My sister's coming down. My sister. And the biggest thing, like when I saw her sister, I was like expecting something where she was going to be like, Christian, you're messed up or something. But no. she didn't even really have any lines. The only thing I was like, oh, that's Rita Ora, the um, singer. I was like, that's the only thing I really know about that. And, yeah. Oh, she's gone. Okay, cool. Well, and it's just like that whole scene. Like Christian Grey is a business man. Don't know what business he's in. He's a businessman with standards. But he's trying to get her to commit to signing the contract while putting her in a sexually compromising position. What? That's how you get it done. No. That's how you seal the deal. And why was his mom even there? She was there for like 0.3 seconds and he kicks her out. He, She went there to inform him about dinner, which there's these things called phones um, that someone can use to talk to another person. However, perhaps if you are a serial killer, your mom is probably a serial killer too. And to have conversations that could be answered over a phone call you have to see the other person in person because you right. don't want it to be traced or tracked well then anastasia's like i liked your mom how how anastasia how she's a person she's the person oh then they have that quick conversation about how he's like telling her how she needs to have a... an open mind right oh not really my thing you need to see it my way mm-hmm 
And I was just thinking, dude, how about you have an open mind towards her and realize... No, because she is a glorified blow-up doll for him. Mm Mm-hmm. Ugh, he has to conquer her. But luckily, this is the one moment in this movie, I feel, that she actually stands up for herself. Even the ending, I feel like she's not truly standing up for herself. She's just broken and just like, I just don't know what to do anymore. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, and also, too, it's just like... You can almost tell, you can almost tell that she knows she shouldn't be in a relationship with him. You, you mm-hmm. cannot, like, tell me the sex was that good. That you're like, I have to stay with him. You don't know the sex is that good. It was your first time. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. And then he drives her home. You all flew in a helicopter. Why are you driving home? Yeah, helicopter home. Also, she falls asleep in the car and then he pulls off on, like, the woods mm-hmm. to find a path. Yeah. Who does that? Serial killers. <laughs> exactly. Like, I think I would be really alarmed if the guy was supposed to take me home and I fell asleep in the car and woke up and we were in the woods. I'd be like, this is how I What die. I'm finding out about this movie is there's a fine line between being romantic and being a serial killer. And he is towing it. That's why I'm never romantic. I never want to give you those mixed messages. And then he divulges that the reason why he got into this bdsm is because when he was 15 his mom's friend was a dominant over him that's statutory rape mm-hmm. they do mention about how she was a child molester do they talk about that in the book more? oh yeah it becomes because a i was it's like ridiculous. Oh, yeah that is kind of ooh. it's like ugh. and i think again like that gives that community a bad name like i remember people saying mm-hmm. like this isn't how it is at all like, what are you doing, E.L. James? And then he then he tells her, by giving up your freedom, you'll be more free than you ever could be. What? <laughs> he also, at this time, mentioned that, or she mentioned that he couldn't, she couldn't email him because she didn't have her computer. Which, what English major who's just finished up college doesn't have a computer in 2015? <laughs> but as soon as she said that, it was the second time she mentioned this movie, I'm like, he's gonna buy her a computer. And he buys her a computer and she's like this is too much it's like i don't understand she she keeps flip-flopping like i don't like oh he's too over controlling and then but then we had sex and he wants to have sex with me oh mm -mm, no no Mm -hmm. and this is when she walks back into her place and her friend like smells the sex on her it's like oh i know different right (laughs) i smell semen But he tells her, this is where I wanted to rip my hair out. He tells her to use the computer for research purpose. He is telling her how to use something he bought her. Like, it's one thing if it's like, here, I got you this new thing that you've never had before. Let me tell you how to use it. It's really cool. Here you go. It's a computer. Like, I know she has a flip phone. She's like, what is this mystery box that lights up and tells me things? Like... Come on. And then the contract. Run! Oral contraceptives from the Dom's choice of physician. The ever-loving. And he lists what foods she can eat. And can't eat and drink. This is not a Dom and submissive. This is possessive. Mm -hmm. You are trying to own a human. That was appalling. I don't know. I don't know. Like, they go, she's in her apartment, their new apartment. How did he get into the apartment? For the serial killer keys. He sneaks up on her again. I'm like, this is like the fourth time he snuck up on you. Put a 
bell on him. <laughs> like, come on. And then we have this other sex scene where he ties her up and she giggles. Stop giggling. Is this when she, he spit on her? He too? spit wine into her mouth. Uh, oh, oh, he drinks the wine and then he spits it into her mouth. <laughs> that actually gagged a little bit. <laughs> that is just and i love wine oh my god i'm like <laughs> let's move on i keep like <laughs> i think at that point i my note that was i don't want to finish this movie but then after that she starts conventionalizing him she's taking his bad boy ways and making him almost like a normal boyfriend no at this moment this is when he's like I t i'm telling you i don't sleep with anyone dude you've done it twice already yeah so then they decide to have that business meeting to go over the contract. Why? Okay, it's a business meeting. Turn the lights on. <laughs> How are you supposed to read a contract? He, that, he went to the school of business meetings for evil villains where you can't see each other's faces <laughs> and your voices are morphed. What are we going to do about that superhero that we're all like really- All Christian needed killing? to do was be petting a white cat. Yeah. <laughs> and we're set. He was petting something else under the oh, table. Oh, he was. He was. Oh my gosh, like they're going over the contract. She's trying to be assertive. How do you not know what a butt plug is? The name tells you what it is. Butt plug. There's a location <laughs> and the purpose. You know what? There's probably somebody who could educate Anastasia Steele on butt plugs. And oh, look, I know just the person. <laughs> Come on in, Stefan! I can't! No! So This is horrible. This movie's horrible. Hello, Stefan! Oh, hello, Eve. Oh, Thanks God. for bringing me into the studio. I don't think you want to be here right now. Yes, what are we talking about today? Butt plugs. <laughs> What the f <laughs> Okay, uh, I can spin this. Okay, here we go. All right, so our fashion tip of the day is on, oh, on butt, <laughs> butt plugs. Yes, butt plugs. So, butt plugs, <laughs> as the name implies, it is a fashion accessory for your butt. <laughs> that plugs it? Anastasia Steele didn't know what that was. It is often used for sexual pleasure <laughs> or to induce constipation. I don't know. Okay, so what I'm going to say about this <laughs> is this is so not model, okay? No. This might be someone else's dish, but I'm going to label this as not model, okay? Oh I'm sweating, I'm sweating. All right, so I'm gonna go. I think you should come back next week. All right, I'll see okay. you next time. Toodaloo. <laughs> oh my god. This is the sh episode we've ever done. The, so did Stefan talk about all the... All the <laughs> <laughs> did he explain butt plugs? No, he ran. He got out of here. Oh, quitter. But 
when they're trying to negotiate the contract. He's like, you're, she, Anastasia goes, you're not fighting fair. And Christian gives her another red flag and says, I never fight fair. Who says that? Serial killers. Also, what's the point of the contract with all the sex they were having? Well, they did agree that they would go on dates. That was part of the contract. He's like, all right, so we'll make a compromise. We'll say we go on a date once a week. We choose one day throughout the week. Okay, now let's go back to penetrating you with things. Um, <laughs> the butt plugs so iron uh, rods what do you think about that oh my gosh we can maybe uh, go to an apple orchard on tuesday and then on friday i'll shove I an apple up <laughs> are you cool with that awesome yeah she's cool <laughs> and then again so his first attempt to get anastasia to agree to sign the contract was in a compromised sexual position his second attempt takes place at her graduation he's holding up the line in front of people and is trying to get her to agree to sign the contract and he pressures her into it and that's when she says yes because he's an addict so that's the whole point is he's an Uh. addict and it's all he can think about so it's like he brings it up at the most awkward times and he says just try it my way well kind of going back to the business meeting a little bit i i had a question you might know this because you probably have been to more uh, business meetings yeah Yeah, do all business meetings go like that the sexual tension the low lighting and then that awkward moment where you cannot tell me christian could stand up from that table yeah how often do you think at business meetings the line i'll bend you over this table like how much how much do you think that comes how do you think anything gets done at disney Mickey walks in. All right, everyone line up. <laughs> also, who put champagne in teacups? <laughs> Heathens. Romantic serial killers. Heathens. That like the champagne. You're, no. And that line where he's like, if you roll your eyes again. He talks to her like she's a child. No, he's like full out threatening her. I know. Oh my gosh. And then he buys her a new car. But let's not underestimate, let's not blow off the fact that he sold her car without her permission, consent, or knowledge. How did he get the title? How did he find her at the bar? How did he find out where she worked? He is into some illegal (laughs) (laughs) SerialKillersOnly.com And again, this is like... When he starts yelling her about rolling her eyes and biting her lip, I don't, I I know I don't know about the BDSM community. Mm -hmm. And you can educate me out there if you want. But are you not always those roles of the dom and submissive? Mm -hmm. And the way he's treating her is like he's the dom 24-7. It's not... Is it like that? I feel like it's not like that. Mm -hmm. And she's never, she still hasn't signed the contract. She still has not agreed to, well, she agreed to it verbally in line. Yeah. But can you actually have a contract binding somebody to sexual intercourse? I don't know. (sighs) And I feel like that might be something that's fluid. Somebody might be more of a dominant nature or submissive. Like, I think this is going to be a Twitter question is, where do you feel like you all fit? I know where I would fit because Anastasia gets a new car, a new computer. I'd be a submissive. I would sign that contract. (laughs) But this whole exchange where he sells her car, he buys her a new one, he scolds her for rolling eyes, then he spanks her and is like, deuces, I have to bounce. What? He is toying with her. She's Mm -hmm. a toy for him. 
Also, hashtag back to mom. Her mom's talking to her like, you haven't been returning my voicemails. There's clearly a change in behavior for Anna. She's upset on the phone. And the mom's like, okay, well, bye. Yeah, she's she's just a horrible parent in this movie. I, I don't know if that also, too, has more to do with the books, if they bring that up more, but... No, they don't. They they don't develop characters at all in this movie. And that leads me to another point of this movie, when they casted these characters, like, sure, I feel like they're good enough. But it, the thing is, is like, there is no chemistry between our leads or I anybody like, in this movie. I feel like they knew, they knew what they were getting into. Yeah. You know, the only one that showed concern for Anastasia was her roommate. He was like, just make sure you're taking it at your own pace. Yeah. Thank you, but we're like, no, we cannot possibly make her a bigger character. And then he talks about wanting her in his playroom. She still has not signed the contract. Mm -hmm. She just gave a verbal agreement. That's not binding. What is the point of the contract? What is the point of the contract? What is, I'm waiting, somebody answer me. What is the point? What is the point of the contract? Yes. I feel like serial killer is the answer somehow. (laughs) Uh, and then he tells her, I want you unashamed of your nakedness. When was she ever ashamed? And all the fear is in your head. I just, no, I've noticed no. you've been wearing clothes every day. Like, he tells her, <laughs> you should be naked every day. He tells her, I want you unashamed of your nakedness and all of the fear is inside your head. But she literally sees whips and change. You anal fisting. What? I would be afraid. and when he smells her underwear Mm. oh panty sniffing and then he puts it in his pocket he steals her underwear (laughs) he stole her toast what made you think he wasn't gonna steal her underwear where do you draw the line after you've bitten somebody's toast (laughs) what if those are like her favorite underwear what if that was her favorite toast Also, he kisses a lot for somebody who doesn't make love. He only f***ed really hard. Mm-hmm. Has he not watched Pretty Woman? Like, you don't kiss. Well, there is nothing intense. Yeah, I'm a little curious about what's on the unrated version. I have actually heard, though, that it's very underwhelming. No, well, yeah. But there is nothing intense about this dude. He's not, like, super aggressive. And he doesn't, as he says, f*** hard. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Oh, my God. But... I like to also too, I might not, not understand sex dungeons, but I feel like there's much more that, that goes into them than his process of just like, all right, we're going into this station and now into our whip and ladder station. <laughs> to your right, we'll see the butt plugs. Also, you know what also is weird? What's weirder, that scene or the gray family dinner scene? I thought that scene was hot. That was unnecessary. Yeah. The small talk and then... He gets at her about not telling him about Georgia and making comments about your mine, all mine. What? Ladies, this is a PSA. If you meet a Christian Grey in life, I don't care if he's buying you cars. Remember, he sold your car. I don't care if he's buying you a laptop. Remember, he's telling you what to do with that laptop. Run away. Run. Just think of the clown from Brave Little Toaster. Run. (laughs) But it's really like he gets mad at her for going to Georgia to visit her mother. You 
And she keeps going back. Like, he's mad at her for not telling him that she's going to Georgia. And he doesn't want her to go anywhere. He wants her to be mine. All mine, 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 my precious. And all she wants, all she keeps bringing up is, but why won't you sleep in the same bed as somebody? Girl, you got bigger fish to fry. I, I made a note at this point. I don't know why it came up so late in the movie, but I was like, there's been a strong theme of women empowerment through movies that we've watched from the Terminator movies all the way to Lucy from the Peanuts. I mean, there's some good, strong women. And this one and just takes this. a flamethrower and burns it all in the ground. One of these things is not like the other. Um, this will come up in our bonus episode. Trust me, you that. Oh, my God almighty. And then they, she goes to Georgia because she's like mad at him for not letting her touch him. Which again, honey, you got bigger fish. You got bigger things to worry about. And then... I did say, run! Who am I kidding? She can't escape him now. Well, yeah, he's got enough tracking devices he's on her. He's got so many trackers on her. The computer, her. her body. So they're, her and her mom are like having drinks. And her mom is like the most, like, I don't know what this author was thinking when she wrote this character because she wasn't thinking she was like he keeps calling you and she's like yeah and he's she's like well he can wait and then anastasia realizes that he showed up in georgia how did he know where she was it went down to georgia he was looking for a soul to steal well he steals her he shows up do you people he shows up in georgia and then her mom... Look out, Georgians. Her... <laughs> rat. I feel like down there, they'd be like, ch, ch, you ain't invited. Um, <laughs> we don't like your butt plugs here. <laughs> That's not nice. Georgia's a beautiful country. You beautiful peaches. Beautiful peaches. Anywho, the thing is, is like, then the mom goes from, tell him he can wait, to him showing up, crashing their cocktails... And then being like, I like him already. If like, I was her, I would He be, can wait. Oh, hey. Don't worry. And then they like, talking. he gets First of all, he takes the drink out of her hand again. Stop why taking- are, Why are you surprised? Why are you surprised? Quit taking drinks out of her hands. He, he took her toes. He will take her drinks. He's unstoppable. And then she tried, he tried to get her to stay with him. She's visiting her mother, you And then again, I wrote my second note of, is this movie over yet? <laughs> I think it was at this time. This is the first movie we were sitting down to watch. So for every episode, we sit down and watch the movies, as you all know. But I would have to say, this is the first time during the movie I found myself instinctively, like, just on my phone. Just Oh, I wanted I wanted to shut the movie off. Yeah, I didn't I, even want to finish. I wasn't interested. So there's a good chunk of this movie I feel like I didn't write any notes on just because I was so bored. And I, I did, I was going to ask if we can stop watching it, but I was like, no, we, we have to watch this. We committed for you people. Just wait for the reviews. You're going to love it. <laughs> Here's the thing. They're still in Georgia. She's visiting her mom, and then he takes her hang gliding. That's what it was. I was like, what is this flying contraption? It's like a glider, and she giggles. Like, you blew off your mom for a guy you barely know who wants to control you. And then, of course, they go back into the playroom. Mm -hmm. Why do we have to have a slow-motion, sweeping soundtrack, epic, with quotation marks, sex scene i think this was the one where beyonce sang a song or, why yeah i, I why? it's to play beyonce's song that, that was all it was about and again she has not signed 
the contract. Oh. What is the point? This is the point where she should have had somebody showed up with papers and been like, you've been served. <laughs> should have had that signed, baby. And then it's like the contract and the idea, like she's trying to understand and it all goes back to this idea of like, you want to punish me? And they're trying to have like this epic fight scene, but the dialogue is just a steaming dumpster fire. And then of course, the big kahuna of lines rolls in there. I'm just 50 shades of f***ed up. Classic. <sighs> you know what's 50 shades of f***ed up? This movie. <laughs> right? And why does she have to see it his way? Like, why does she have to see it his way for this idea of, like, a punishment? I don't know. And then she's like, I, I want you to show me the worst that you could give me. Girl, you were a virgin, like, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Slow down. <laughs> Slow your roll. Can I just say really quick that his driver, Taylor, did you find him to be more sexy than Christian Grey was? Because I did. I was like, Yeah, because he had no dialogue. Him. He, yeah, no he, dialogue. he had no dialogue. And he, he was sweet. He was very nice to her. Actually, no, he wasn't. He was the one bringing her to her doom. I know. Shame yeah, on you, Taylor. Oof, that, ugh. But I was like, man, he would be He would be indicted. Handsome. He would be called to the stand mm -hmm. as a corroborating accomplice in the christian gray hashtag me too sex scandal but then it's like they fight and she's like okay show me your worst so he goes and whips her six times which i said that that's your worst but also like she's clearly not enjoying it and that's where you finally see christian kind of like lose control and get his rocks off because he's like sweating and she is like in tears tears are welling up in her eyes and he's spanking her with a leather strap and then he's shocked when she stands up and he like goes to like now i'm gonna you face what the is wrong with this picture like she is not enjoying this you know what's wrong with my picture is you were like oh this is so bad i just wrote that wasn't that bad but like the whole <laughs> make idea me a bad person yes the oh, whole God. idea is like she clearly does not enjoy the situation and he doesn't stop. And that's when he's like sweaty and like he's got like that crazed look in his eye like, oh, yeah. Like, I didn't see. I didn't get a crazed look out of his eye. I, I did not buy this actor he's at all. He's dead inside. Yeah. And then like, first of all, why did she stay there that night? Call Uber. Well, you have a flip phone, so you can't really call Uber. Mm -hmm. But... But then she turns on him and I was like, who's the submissive now? And then he's like, you can't love me. Stop telling her what to do. And this is when I wrote down, this movie cannot be two hours long. And it was. Yeah. It was awful. And then like to be assertive and like she's starting to kind of gain control over the situation. She's clearly upset. She's like, you will not touch me again. I want my car back. Her original car. Well, then he's like, Taylor sold it. And she goes, well, then fine. I want the money from it. Why are you just now bringing up that you want the money from the car that he sold for you? And why why did you have it, Christian? You are a billionaire. Good point. Why did you keep that? I mean, yeah, he did give her a car, but yeah, why did you keep that money? And she's just now asking for it. And then it's the dramatic. So she finally woke up from his hypnotizing dream. Oh my God. And then of course it's like cliffhanger ending. Christian, Anastasia, elevator doors close. Just how they met. Oh. This movie, it was two hours too, too long. long. If it was 10 minutes long, I would also say this movie is 10 minutes too long. 
Oh my gosh. I just, there's so much that it's like the red flags. He is controlling. He is abusive. And again, I keep going back to this idea of if that is what you are into and you enjoy and it is consensual, that's fine. But this situation is prompted as it's 24-7. He is possessive. He gets mad at her for anybody that has a penis in her life. Like, he's even a little possessive over her around her stepdad. <laughs> like, he has to control well, her. he sees how she's got some daddy issues going on. Right? So he it's, knows. He, he controls knows. everything down to what she puts in her body, including the birth control. Mm-hmm. I will say I did feel a big release when the movie was over i was like thank god i yeah you know what when like it ended the way it did it was very sudden like setting up for oh there's gonna be another movie because everybody knows there was because there's more books blah, blah blah did you hear the sound of pleasure i made when the end credits came up of like <laughs> oh thank god oh release me from your body <laughs> oh my gosh so anyway we love the movie as you can all tell hate this movie you want to move out of the peanut gallery can we please all right let's get out of here we made it okay made it through oh. the peanut gallery <laughs> we still have so much more to do what do you say we go ahead and hop out of this movie real quick and go back to the world of disney and discuss our post from last week's movie tarzan i don't think hop out is the word you're looking for i think like run rocket <laughs> strap me all right, so our posts here on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Our first was your favorite scene from Tarzan. Ooh, what'd we get? On Instagram, Coffin Cast Pod said the whole scene where Kala brings baby Tarzan home. Aww. It hits different as a mom. Aww. It is a sweet scene. Doro Valley said to name a few when Kala com comforts Tarzan, when Tarzan and Jane formally meet in the tree, the blackboard scene when Tarzan shows the humans the troop of gorillas. When Kala shows Tarzan where she found him the entire scene, the very end. Oh, and they also added in another post. Mm -hmm. Oh, and another good one. The baboon chase. A lot of fave scenes I have. I was going to say, I've noticed there's a trend when we ask people for a favorite scene. We get like 74. <laughs> Speaking of which, Michael on Facebook said, Cute, when Kala is first playing with baby Tarzan. Heart-wrenching. When he comes out all dressed and says, no matter where I go, you will always be my mother. Heart stopping this look. And it's when Jane and Tarzan are looking at each other on the vine. Try to get that looked at if your heart stops. <laughs> on Twitter, we had Bang Average Movie Podcast said the scene where little kid Tarzan is playing in the water. And baby Tantor says, is this water sanitary? Mm -hmm. It looks questionable to me. Zachy C said, right after the movie starts till the moment the end credits roll. That's not a scene. <laughs> That's the movie. <laughs> yeah, but I agree with him. I do, but people aren't following directions. <laughs> Let's move on to our next question. What is your favorite song from Tarzan? Is it Two Worlds, You'll Be in My Heart, Son of Man, Trash in the Camp, or Strangers Like Me? On Instagram, Doro Valley said, Two Worlds, You'll Be in My Heart, and Two Worlds at the Very End. But gosh, all are great. On Facebook, Kaylee said, nope, I cannot, I will not choose. See, that's how you do it. If you don't want to pick, you tell us you can't pick. There you go. Bye. Anna said, love Phil Collins, trash in the camp. Maddie said, you'll be in my heart. Heart emoji, falling face. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
on Twitter, we have friends and flares said son of man. Nothing ever happens in Canada said same two worlds. Justin Eddins said so hard to pick, but I pick two worlds. The music is so good. MWW said it's a great soundtrack. My only issue is in two worlds when Colin says no words describe a mother's tears. Every time I think, Phil, that was your job as a composer writing the lyrics. <laughs> Find the words. You had one job, Phil. Next question was, what do you think about Tarzan? On Instagram, our friend the Disney ambassador wrote another uh, nice long review. I'll just say part of it here okay. since it's a little long wordy. But this film is often referred to as the last Disney Renaissance film, and it shows. You can see the decay of the Disney Renaissance formula throughout Ouch. Tarzan. This doesn't necessarily mean that Tarzan is a bad film. It's just a film that with a worn out formula. The plot is the first offender. It's a story about a protagonist who doesn't feel like he belongs and wants to learn how more about the outside world that he feels more connected to. Sound familiar? That's because it's the plot of The Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, Pocahontas, The Hunchback of Notre Dame, Hercules, Mulan. And to be honest, all these movies did it better. Even Pocahontas. What do I have against Pocahontas? So let's continue. This obviously includes Jane. Oh, some of the characters are very interesting and intriguing. This obviously includes Jane and Kala. They are complex and bring a lot to the film. Some other characters may tend to fall flat and predictable in what they will say and do, such as Tarzan, Clayton, and throughout most of the film, Kerjack. Overall, we think this film's popular status mostly exists due to nostalgia. Wow. So they have their full review on Instagram on our post. So right make sure to check it feels. out. Yeah, but they they threw out some good points. Vulgar movies did a meh face on Twitter. We had a poll up. Forty two percent of people said it's okay. Thirty percent said they loved it. Ten percent said they hate it. And eighteen percent said they never seen it. Hmm. That's interesting. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. I used to watch this, said they never saw it, probably one of the few, lol. All right, next question. Who is the cutest Disney baby? On Instagram, my friend T from the Ghostbusters episode said Baby Dory. Mm. C-Word Pod said it's Baby Yoda. Search your feelings, you know it to be true. <laughs> the Personal Space Podcast said Baby Moana, hands down. On Twitter, Friends and Flares saying trying to compete with Baby Yoda, that's cute. <laughs> I understood that reference said tailgate who I'm not sure who tailgate is but look he's pretty cute but that's looks not, like he's from a comic it's not from Disney it, it might be is it I don't know, I don't know. it looks Disney ish no it doesn't <laughs> <laughs> next I used to watch this said baby Yoda took over the mantle from baby Groot speaking of which the movie seller said it's true and he had posted a meme that said, I would use Baby Groot as firewood to keep Baby Yoda warm. Uh, I feel like Baby Groot has more personality than Baby Yoda, though. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely makes cuter noises. Does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's so angry. And he's destructive. I love it. Nothing Ever Happens in Canada said Baby Dory. Play Comics Podcast says Groot. Grief Burrito says there only is one winner here. It's Baby Yoda. Coffin cast did Baby Moana. I love Aww. that gift where she tilts her head. Arguing with myself said, I'm partial to Rapunzel. My daughter looks like her. But a close second is, make way, make way, Moana. And our last question, do you buy the Tarzan's parents theory? No. 
<laughs> well, Instagram would agree with you. Fade to Gray podcast said, I need to listen to your thoughts, but I'm totally for this theory. HM Tings said, hmm, Tings said, no. Chewy Collection said, hmm, no. <laughs> Our poll on Twitter, 53% said, sure. 47% said, no way. Retro Wrestling Reviews said, I think Frozen 2 put that theory to rest, which we somewhat talked about in our episode. Mm -hmm. Three hours later said, okay, so the siren call in Frozen 2, if you slow it down, doesn't it sound like the Tarzan yell? Oh, man. Tarzan (laughs) killed his parents? Yes. Okay, got it. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. And so those were all our posts from our Tarzan episode. To check out our posts for... Fifty Shades of Grey, make sure to join us on Twitter at WSW Watch Podcast and on Facebook and Instagram at What Should We Watch Podcast to fill in your perspectives on this beautiful film. <coughs> that felt gross saying. So E, sounds to me throughout the peanut gallery, we didn't have really much to disagree on. No, we did not. However, oh boy. you know what we got to do next? We have to. We got to fight it out in our segment, I Hate It When They Fight. Dokey. So let's go over the results of last week's post to find out who the winner was and who is always right. Okay. All right. So our question that we posted on social media last week was, which Disney villain has the most traumatic death? The movie we watched tar- was Tarzan, and I had one, so I picked Clayton and his death scene. Yeah. And you picked... Frollo from Hunchback and Notre Dame. All right. Mm-hmm. So good competitors. Looking at social media here... I had to tell you when I was kind of peeking at the... Yeah. I try to step away just so I'm a little surprised when they come in with the results. But as I was peeking at it, it was neck and neck. Ooh, like, was it? Almost the whole time. So whose neck came out neck and So here's, here, here's who necked the most. <laughs> the winner of this week is... Clayton! Which was my pick! How, like, how much did you neck me out? It was, it was close. So now, for all of you know, we have the post on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And then we also, I put it on Facebook. So that's where you can put in the polls. As well as you can answer on Instagram. Yeah. I'll add it into one or the other polls. But on Twitter, we had 58% said Clayton. 42% that's close. Said that's close. It was really close. And then on Facebook, we had eight votes in total. Three said Frollo. I said Clayton. So it, it was, was pretty close. close. It was close. Okay. And I was nervous about that one. Me too. Oh however, gosh. however, I need not to be nervous anymore for I'm the winner. <laughs> I'm nervous. What are we debating? What are we fighting about in this movie? All right. So our new rules is whoever won the previous week gets to come up with a question and give their response to it first. Okay. And then the other person either gets the answer the opposite of it or come up with their own answer. Okay. And I'll give you a little time to think of yours. But my question is for Fifty Shades of Grey. Should we have watched this movie? Should we have watched <laughs> this movie? No, I'm not going to be mean. Don't okay, okay, throw okay. me under the bus with that one. I thought about it. But my question is, what living male actor should have played Christian Grey? Oh... Now, the question, big question is, is like, would this have ended their career? Yeah. So I, I wasn't a huge fan of our underwear model, dude. I felt like he had no chemistry. No, he had none. Even though this movie had a lot of garbage in it, I wasn't a big fan of his portrayal of it. However, if the lead characters were something that could have like made me more convinced about the relationship, it might have been a little bit of an interesting theme. 
However, mm-hmm. I don't like the characters in general. Yeah. So I was trying to decide if we should debate the actresses or the actor. But then when it came down to it, I'm like, it's the actor and the character of Christian Grey that really drive this movie, unfortunately. So I was going to say actor. And who's your actor? I got one. I immediately picked somebody. No, don't tell me you picked the same one I did. I was trying to think of somebody who had a great longing. No, you're picking the same person I am. You're picking the same person I am. Someone that we have seen give that look and pursue his prey before. No, you're picking the same person I am. Somebody who actually was considered for this role. And that is Alexander. No! my phone right now no perfect no and folks i didn't know his question so i had to like quickly come up with somebody yeah i immediately went towards him and then when i was doing my research i found out that he was actually considered for the role and i was like oh that's kind of neat and i saw a bunch of other people that were considered and i could see a lot of them but definitely him i have a major man crush on that guy oh I don't know. I'll give you a little time to look. So the rules of our fight are each one of us gets to say our person in this case and explain why we think we should win the debate. And then we have a two minute fight where we just fight it out and argue back and forth about it as couples do. And then we get our chances at rebuttals. One of us gets a 10 second rebuttal. The other person gets a five second rebuttal. And then we have you all vote who is the winner on social media, either on Twitter at WSW Watch Podcast or on Instagram or Facebook. I can't believe we picked the same guy. At What Should We Watch Podcast. <laughs> you got someone? I do. It's the only one that's popped into my head, and I'm just going to commit to it. All right. I'm going to go ahead and let you start because I'm wondering who you picked. Okay. 30 seconds okay. on the clock. Here we go. I think Idris Elba should play Fifty Shades of Grey. He should be Christian Grey because he has that commanding presence and that smooth, deep voice. So I think he could be assertive, but then also not overbearing. Plus, he was named like Sexiest Man Alive and he was considered to be James Bond. So if you could pull off James Bond or be considered to be casted as James Bond... You could do anything. You, you, you could what? You could what? You can try, try this hard <laughs> in a book. Oh, God, it's in a book. All right. Okay. I get 30 seconds? Yes. Go. Yep. Skarsgård. Oh, he's so beautiful. <laughs> if any of you have ever seen him in True Blood, you know he puts on that sexy, dangerous look like nobody else. And, oh, that guy without a shirt. Going back to Tarzan, who got to play that perfect specimen as Tarzan in a live-action movie, it's that specimen, Alexander. Oh, he is the most beautiful Skazgard. I mean, his dad is pretty sexy. Mm. However, he is quite a specimen. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I didn't really explain why just, I thought he, he should. I was just on him. So why don't him. we have two minutes? We get two minutes on the clock to fight it out. Let's get it on. I mean, Idris Alba has acting chops, so I think he could have taken this horrific dialogue... And make it something that's not as cringeworthy. See, yes, but I don't know if Aldous Alba has that, like, unlikableness. Yes, he does, because when he was in the office, like, look how hard they were all fawning over him. They all wanted him to 
be like their best friend and even jim started lying for him like he's convincing like there's this there's this it's character. just to me i feel like the character of christian gray had to be somebody who is like almost leaner like somebody who looks like there is some alexander skarsgård is like eight feet tall yeah he's eight feet tall but look how lean he is and oh you can't beat that sexy look it could be lean too he gives a sexy look but it's more of like hey girl how you doing but oh which you could have played christian that way oh he he has the best look of like enter into my world it's that it's that What's they call in True Blood? That vampire gaze? Oh, Are we gl- back to vampires? <laughs> like, this totally is. But, like, no, Idris Elba, like, you have the eyes, but it's the voice. Like, the drop in that low register. I don't know. I See, see I think his voice actually downplays that character. And I'm just imagining them both saying the line, I'm 50 shades of... And I just, I can't picture Idris Elba playing that off but i can picture alexander skazgar saying it. i think idris alba would sound better saying it because he has a better voice and anybody would be yeah better. pulling straws aren't you yeah it's definitely gotta be alexander or just idris because alba. he just has that evil within kind of look that really plays but off idris any alba is commanding we didn't even finish <laughs> But no, don't worry. I'm done with it. I'm right. done with this movie. I'm done with this movie, too. All right, so do I have five seconds or I have ten? I'll give you the ten-second rebuttal. Idris Alba is a commanding presence. He has a beautiful voice. He was named Sexiest Man Alive, and he can act his way out of a paper bag. So he probably could have acted his way out of the hole. Okay. All right, five seconds for Alexander Skarsgård. Go. Just think of him looking at the camera and going, Suki. That's Bill's line, not Alex. Well, I said it like him. I didn't say, Suki. Well, guys, I'm sorry that we even have to do this to you that's been done to us, but go on Twitter, Instagram, social media, Facebook, and decide who should have been, who should have tanked their career. I think actually what we should have debated was which actor could have survived this role better. (laughs) That could have been a fight. Because I don't want to send Idris Alba to, you know, this movie because it would have ended, I mean... Would Alexander and Idris bounce back from it? Yeah. I don't know. There was I mean, three movies. They were committed. I think they had to sign the contract for all three movies. Really? I mean, Dakota Johnson, I feel like she came out of this movie. She came out of it, but the guy who played Christian is like, have you seen him? Yeah. Like, he's on the side of a milk carton. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we need to we need to wrap this up. So let me uh, quiz you on this. Oh, nice. Baby. So, quiz, quiz me on this, baby. Quiz, quiz you on this, baby. <laughs> All right, before we start our quiz for this week, we have to go over the winners of our Were You Paying Attention Challenge. I think for this quiz, we should really say, like, do you want us to say your name on air? Yeah. <laughs> that goes for probably all of our promos. So, especially for three spook girls. I'm sorry, girls. All right. So, our question was, last week, was from Tarzan. I asked the question, what group? sings with phil collins on the soundtrack the song trashing the camp did people get it yeah people got it and some people caught on to the same thing you did some people were saying like rosie o'donnell which i guess is technically correct because they have both versions on the soundtrack but what mm-hmm. i had meant was the soundtrack post credit version of it so on instagram the winner with the answer in sync was jc movie talk and on twitter 
was Friends and Flares from Pod Nation. So well done, guys. You got the correct answer. Make sure to check them out on Instagram and Twitter. Check them out. Nice. So let's go ahead and hop into our segment this week of Were You Paying Attention? Cue that music. You just want to, like, get the sounds ready because I don't think you're going to get any of these right. Really? Yeah. All right. So first question. When they walk into the lobby, when Anastasia walks into the lobby. What movie? What, wait, wait, wait. What movie are we covering Fifty here? Shades of Grey. Oh, I, already, I already forgot about it. Um, when she walks into the lobby, mm-hmm. what animal do you see? A leopard. No. A panda bear. Yes. Oh my gosh, that was random. <laughs> yeah. There's like this strange black and white panda on the wall. I okay. Totally, oh, I remember that because I was like, why is there a panda bear? Maybe it's because if you put the colors together, it's gray. Oh, God. <laughs> so, keeping with this theme of artwork, what is the picture in his office of? Of a bird? No. Oh, I don't recall at all. It's like this pirate ship in like a stormy sea. Like getting rocked by the waves. Man, I really hate that it's like, did they put too much thought into what's going on in the background? Okay, anywho. What website was Kate using to look up Gray when Anastasia got back? Oh, gosh. I'm going to guess Bing. No. No? Mm -mm. Is it a search engine? They they made up websites for this movie in search engines. Oh, so what was the name of it? Yeah. I have no idea. (laughs) Portfolio Perspective. (laughs) What was the name of the hotel Christian was staying at? The Ludwig. <laughs> Heathman Hotel. Oh, yeah. That's okay. right. Heathman. What type of wine does Christian pour for them? Rosé? No. <sighs> I'm bombing, man. I'm bombing. <laughs> well, yeah, we were all brain dead. It was a white wine because he's a basic <laughs> And I do like white wine. Okay. What tool did Christian identify for Anna first in the Red Room? Which tool? Yeah, which instrument did he say? That's a, when she was touching it. A riding crop? He gave it a specific name. The whip? Susan? Think of an Irish band we liked in high school. Oh, flogger. There you go. (laughs) I tried, I gotta get you on the board. Okay. um, How many women did Christian say he had in the red room? Seven up oh 14 15 oh all right you'll get this one what song is playing during the scene where anastasia is making post-coital breakfast yay i got one what was it (laughs) you don't remember it was the rolling stone song (gasps) you said it in the peanut gallery there you go okay i'm trying i'm like i want you to get something (laughs) i just say sympathy for the devil at first okay name stop Three things that Anastasia has him cross out in the contract. Anal fisting. Yes. Hmm. <laughs> More anal fisting. Well, um, no. Oh, the wire. Gotta be. Specific. Rope. Gotta be more. Uh, tape. No tape. No tape. No gags. No. No butt plugs. No butt plugs. Wait, well, she three. didn't say she didn't say no butt plugs. Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you said you weren't paying attention sorry, during sorry, our sorry. segment called "Were You Paying Attention?" <laughs> no, she said um, no to anal fisting, mm-hmm. no tape. She didn't say no butt plugs. She just asked what butt plugs were. Ah, yes. I'll give you one more guess. No puppetry. 
I would probably say no too. So she said no anal fisting, no vaginal fisting, no genital clamps, no suspension, and no tape. Man, she's such a lame duck. Yeah. What is the location or name? I don't know. They weren't clear of like the college or university or school that they went to. That she went to? Yeah. Oh. It was in Oregon? Nope. Oh. Washington State University? Nope. I don't know. Stanford? Nope. Charles Xavier School for the Gifted? No. Hogwarts? I don't know. <laughs> Vancouver. Vancouver. What is the name of Christian Gray's building that he lives in? Oh, crap. I remember it kept coming up mm-hmm. and can't remember i can't i can't remember escala escala what song is christian gray playing after the red room that just sounds so sad Mm. if you can at least give me the composer i'll give it to you beethoven bach nope mozart nope amount of wig wearing men (laughs) chopin Chopin. Ah, yes. Chopin. <laughs> Chopin. Okay. Well, I don't think you did too well, but I don't think you can judge yourself. Thanks. Yeah. You know, I'm proud of myself. Did I get a goose egg with that? Oh, no, I got one right. I got one right for the only redeeming quality of this movie is they had a Rolling Stones song. In I it. wonder how the, and Mick Jagger and them felt about that. I feel, <laughs> I feel like Keith Richards and Mick Jagger were like, F- mate, I've had worse sex, better sex, crazier sex <laughs> than that. <laughs> Why didn't they just film us in the 70s? Or now. Alrighty, what everybody's been waiting for, it's review time. Alright, so since this was your pick, you go ahead first, E. I think if you want to read a romance novel, read a romance novel. If you want to watch a Hallmark movie... Someone agrees with you. Right. Watch a Hallmark movie. If you want to watch porn, watch porn. But whatever you do, don't try to put them together in Fifty Shades of Grey. And I think everybody already knows what my review is. You loved it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This is a fantastic movie. Uh, No, I'm just going to have to say that this movie is Fifty Shades of... (laughs) Yeah. If you think about it, poop really does have, probably could say you have 50 different, any of our- If you have 50 shades of gray in your stool, please go see your doctor. If you want to see the movie 50 shades of gray, please go see your doctor. All right. E, should they watch this movie? No. I'm going to say no, too. This is the first time, E, that we they have- both agreed, yeah. Both agreed that they should not watch this movie. So let's let's move on. Let's move on. Let's get out of this Let's movie. Let's get out of this movie. Tell us, Kay, it's your pick. What should we watch? Hmm. What should we watch next? Well, let's please watch something that we don't want to stab our eyes out next. That would be good because my eyes have finally healed. And I was thinking of something that was a little bit risque to kind of stay with that theme, but not too risque. So I decided <laughs> to go with The Big Lebowski. Oh. Now we go bowling. Yeah, now we're gonna we're gonna go from the playroom to bowling. That is a playroom. Mm-hmm. All right. So next time on what should we watch with Kenny? The dude. The dude. The dude will abide. I mostly just want to see Sam Elliott. 
But yeah, make sure to play along with us all week on Twitter. Wait, that doesn't sound right with the theme of this movie. Anyway, let's oh, let's just, just say play along with us. <laughs> play, play along with us. us. Play, play with, with us. us. <laughs> On Twitter at WSW Watch Podcast and on Instagram and Facebook at What Should We Watch Podcast. Make sure to share this episode with your friends if you don't like them. And and like us even if you don't like the movie. And please don't rate us based on the quality of this I film. Know. Please no. Please head on over to iTunes and Podchaser. Hit us up with a five star review, it'd be greatly appreciated. So we'll see you all next time. Sorry we had to put you through this. We love you all. Bye! Is that turned on? No, I don't.